Business Embarker Show. My name is Mike. That guy right there is, um, hey, listen, let me ask you something. Don't you think it'd be easier on people if we just, one of us just changed our name from Mike? It could be, but then it would be a little confusing. So it might have to be you that changes your name. I'm not doing that. Because people might find it confusing that the guy with the show, it's all tied into our marketing. It really wouldn't work. Okay, fair enough. All right, well, I, you know what? I just throw it out there. Sometimes you think you have an idea and you don't. Business and barter, it's a discussion about that and often a lot more. Uh, by the way, subscribe to the show wherever you're listening to it. The discussions include uh, making a pivot in business, dealing with a crisis like we have been with the pandemic, a little bit of politics mixed in, sometimes even sports, but mostly we take a perspective on life and business uh, through the perspective of barter. On that note, as we talk about some of the, you know, sort of the the themes or topics we talked about in the past, the the business movie uh, podcast that we did, yes, that I think sort of in high, and I, I know we've done a couple dozen of these at least, but that was one of my I think my favorites. Just talking about those kinds of those kinds of movies that have sort of have a business theme to it, and uh, th- that was one of my favorite shows we did. Okay, so I, I have to add another one to that list, by the way. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Uh, um, uh, 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 a, a follow-up show. Uh, this is a Matthew McConaughey uh, movie called... Two for the Money? The Gentleman. Or The Gentleman. Yeah. I don't know that one. What's uh, that it's one? It's about a cannabis dealer. And okay. it's a, an amazing movie. Uh, Guy Ritchie. Okay. Yeah, you'll like it. I, I, I think I've heard of it, never yeah. seen it. You're going to like it. You're going to like it. Um. It's business, you know what I'm saying, but a different kind. There's a, there's another one that he did called Two for the Money, and it was a effectively a it was with Al Pacino, and I believe Rene Ooh. Russo. Yes, yes, not that character. Right. Uh, and and he was a, effectively a bookie, and then Matthew McConaughey, I forget his name in the movie, but he played a uh, sort of a superstar hotshot, mm. you know, a game caller. So it was uh, it was cool. It was it was a good uh, good show. But you're right. Uh, there's uh, even a wacky example of a show that we've, we've done a few wacky shows, uh, mainly because you get a chance to blow off steam here. Uh, and it's meant to kind of give you an idea of uh, what barter is about. And we just kind of blend that in. Uh, speaking of which, unlimitedbarter.com is a great place to go and find out, begin your journey about barter. And uh, maybe a quick just couple minutes about what iTex does. Sure, a catch up, so to speak. Uh, yeah, ITEX is uh, basically the largest barter org- organization or exchange in, in North America. And here in Canada, we have close to 2,000 member businesses that are actively and vibrantly trading in the ITEX barter community. And uh, they're looking to barter their goods and or services with other ITEX member businesses uh, without spending cash. So my team and I uh, facilitate those kinds of transactions uh, all day long, or we get new people that come on board and we orient them and bring them on board to do the same thing. Do you have any room uh, for somebody new on the team right now? Just curious. I know at one point recently you were talking about expansion on that front. Yeah, so we do. Actually, we had uh, a new sales uh, person with a bit of experience, so to speak. Uh, her name is Paula Camacho. She actually worked with us for many years. You might mm-hmm. remember the I name. I remember Paula, yeah. And so she actually started back with us uh, yesterday. Today's Tuesday. So that yeah, was welcome yesterday. back. Welcome back to Paula. And so Paula's helping us out on the business development side this time around, as mm-hmm. opposed to account management, which she's done historically in the past. And uh, so it's great to have her back. She's already got a lot of things, uh, you know, on the go and a lot of, a lot of big plans. Paula is a, a big thinker. She has a lot of really great ideas most of the time if i say all of the time it'll go right to her head hey i don't think so and and she'll and she'll bring it up but but <laughs> but uh uh-huh. but paula's been a good friend for many many years i've known her for almost 20 years 
and uh, we both started out uh, in ITEX um, in different departments uh, almost 20 years ago. So known her for a long time, uh, know her husband, her husband worked with us for many years, and uh, of course know her kids. And uh, so yeah, we have a, a long history and, and with all the different um, sort of ingredients, the way things are right now with remote work and people looking to get on board with ITEX, I thought, you know, this might be a good opportunity to uh, talk to Paula about it. And uh, she was quite interested and sort of went from there. So it all happened pretty quickly, but we're excited to have her back and, uh, and help us on the, on the enrollment side, if you will, or the new accounts. Oh, great. Yeah. Uh, unlimitedbarter.com. Find out more there. Get in contact with Mike directly that way. Uh, all right, let's get to the meat of it. There's been a big C change. And many people have a different reason to use the word C. Uh, I, I didn't mean to say it's a word. It's a, it's a letter. In the U.S., uh, in, in the presidential election has come and gone. And in the end, well, you're the other side for you, Mike. Uh, so, so this is the, the politics episode? I of... thought maybe we would just get it out of the way because it's going to come up anyway. Um, I, I'm wondering how you're feeling about what will happen in the U.S. now. You know, it's such an interesting uh, situation, to put it lightly. And, you know, I know we've chatted about this, you know, off air. And it's such a loaded situation or question. And, you know, I if I go off on this, it might be confused with another kind of podcast. All right. Well, let me let me just ask you a couple of quick questions then, if I may. That way you don't feel overwhelmed. Maybe. With- or start shouting maybe, or whatever that maybe, maybe you can always say no i'm not interested in that question i can go i can, I can say like next question as if i was an absolutely oppressor. why don't we do it that way all right go ahead uh do you think the boxers the, okay i that no, wasn't even the question that wasn't it no but always boxers because with jeans i find it anyway it doesn't matter go on uh do you think the election was rigged wow <laughs> uh i do i think it was rigged i i rigged is a very uh, aggressive word. I, I don't think it's completely transparent. Right. Okay. And, and and I have a problem with that for various reasons. But my biggest reason I have is is that uh, globally, uh, Canada or otherwise, we look to that country to the south of us as as leaders um, in many areas. And when we expect or rely on them to have a truthful or or transparent um, election process and truthful outcome. I think that this time around, it has left many questions. The left side of the political spectrum would have you believe otherwise that everything is on the up and up. The right side obviously has some serious questions about the validity of some of the states that, Mm -hmm. like Michigan and Pennsylvania, that had some questionable ballots come in. And I think there's reason to have questions. Um, when I think you get 100,000 plus ballots and they're all for uh, Joe Biden, I think that's a reasonable question to ask. It's so funny that you say that. I, I uh, That's the one news item, aside from the next one that I'm going to address with you that I, I hope you find as funny as I do. Uh, that was the one thing I was like, wait a second, every one of those ballots, but as I understand it, they had already been sorted by, uh, by the part process of which ballot for which side had already been determined. And what we were looking at was just that block. There was another block. It just wasn't as much. Yeah. So 
you know, the one thing we like, here's the one thing I can say about Canada in Canada, we have elections Canada as a, as an own independent body that would yeah. look after the election. Yeah. They don't have that in the States. No, I know. It and is and state evidently, state, as I understand it. Yeah. Yeah. And evidently they should, because as, as divided as that country is and its citizens, Joe Biden did suggest that. And, and I think it's always easy to, to suggest that after the fact. But again, this isn't a this isn't a pro Trump comment or point of view. No, I think I think this it's is over, about yeah. This is about democracy. Yes, me. you're right. And the democracy in the U.S. I'm sorry, U.S. But your electoral college is uh, what's the word? It starts with F, ends with D. Yeah. Anyway, it's it is uh, it, it is problematic. I have another question for you. Can, can, let me just say yeah. this though. I, I just think when a a country has done what it's done like it has last week um, on the third. If they don't feel the need to address it, that to me is a serious problem. Yeah. I think if you're regardless on, of politics, it doesn't matter, yeah. you know, yeah. and it, they should make every effort to say, look, we won legitimately and it shouldn't be just, and, and here's the other thing, no media, no media outlet or, or, or brand or whatever word you want to use, none of them should be calling any winner. Okay. Um, I would agree with you 100% on that. That, that. that is the truth. Now, I also add to that, uh, most of the world, the U.S. Include, included, will look at another country that doesn't have a straightened away democracy as a risk financially, militarily. They'll view them in a different class, even in a, you know, they'll downgrade uh, the society to a second class society. Meanwhile, it's broken very badly in the U.S. That's it's it's broken here too. Yeah. Here too, yes. You know, the, part of the problem is is that it's not a fair level playing field when you talk about the spectrum itself. Okay. And, yeah. and I know we're going in a different direction. No, no, but you're right about this. And, and, and it's just not fair. No. It's really not. It's all one-sided, whether it's, whether it's media, yeah. whether it's social media, whether it's Hollywood. And if you don't think that, that each of those sections if you will if you're looking at it from a pie standpoint if you, if any if any of those sections if you think that that's not the case then you're you're a fool because that's that's not that's not an accurate uh portrayal of what's actually happening right and if you are on the right like for example in hollywood if you're on the right nine and a half times out of ten you're going to be either ostracized you're going to be cast out of the out of the club and that isn't right either and and I would say it again. If you if it's funny how one side of the spectrum is all about equality and all about you know uh, rights and all about liberalism, but at the end of the day, you know, at the end of the day, I think that's me. At the end of the day, if if uh, you know what that sounded like on Mike, he took credit for it. So that's <laughs> uh, at the end of the day, it, you know, it, it's 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 hypocritical. It's a hypocritical point of view, yeah, yeah. And, and and that's a problem. And. And it's almost like, well, the opinion is only worthwhile listening to, or it's only credible if it aligns with the left or aligns with us. But the moment it comes from the other side, it has no, it's zero way, credibility. Zero credibility, yeah. and it's not a valid point. Um, and that's a problem. On election day, when they finally determined uh, Biden won, I'm I'm watching CNN and I'm watching Fox on uh, two different uh, screens, right? Yes. Just seeing what happens on the web and all day on Fox, Trump, 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 Trump. Every image was of Trump. Every image was of his people. No mention of COVID among his staff, nothing. Fox was Trump full time. The minute the election results came in, Trump disappeared from Fox's website everywhere instantly. And I'll tell you what I think that happened. 
even they had enough of his behavior, regardless of what his party politics would be, which yeah. I think are going to be somewhat divided for some time in his in the wake of his presidency. Everybody in the media was tired of him. They're exhausted. Oh, a hundred percent. You know, there's not. So I, I here's what I hope from this: a cleaner, more regimented, more regulated, better funded media source somewhere in that country that reports what's happening and not what the opinion is. Good luck, America. <laughs> Listen, I agree with that a hundred percent. But, but the the problem is is that it's not what in in a lot of ways it's not what the citizens of that country, I think even want, they, they might they love the drama. They might think they want it. Yeah. But if, if you have an objective call it network or, or platform, um, and if they have that kind of sort of theme or, or presentation, I, as much as I think it would be successful or whatever, I just don't know if it would be because it wouldn't be adopted or, or yeah, it yeah. wouldn't be, it wouldn't be, it's it's Practiced. almost like uh, yeah. it, it's almost like people yeah. don't even realize there's like RT Russian television yeah or or there's people by the s- way RT is really a good station and that's kind of my point yeah people say Russian television oh that's not credible oh no no it's oh, really good Lock- oh, oh oh why is it not credible but they have some of the best broadcasters in the world working there but that's my point yeah and, and it, it's almost like if you look at all the the, the call it the if we're going to talk about networks you have. CNN and MSNBC and any of the other that are in that spectrum, they're all, it's all one-sided. It's all very heavy left. You basically have one in Fox on the right. So again, not a level playing field. And this isn't about making it left and right. It's just about making it fair. Uh, let me ask you this. Um, a couple things. One, <laughs> what about that press conference with Giuliani and the lawyers? <laughs> Are you talking about the one the in the Borat movie? No, I'm talking about the one that happened the other day where they booked the Four Seasons, and instead they actually booked Four Seasons Landscape Company, and instead of just correcting it and going to another hotel, they did the press conference there. <laughs> yeah. Well, Giuliani. first time for everything, I guess, but... Did you hear about this story? I did hear about this story. It is, it is one of my favorite things I think of because I can't, I can't unravel that one. Like, how did that even happen? I can see how it happened by name, right? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, sure. If you, and the people over there going, yeah, sure. If you want to do your press conference, come on. Over. It, let's just say it was in a, an odd location. It was between a sex toy manufacturer. At a crematorium. And then there was this, <laughs> this <a> landscape yeah. <laughs> yard. <laughs> anyway. Oh, man. So I don't know. On the other side of this, my next question to you is, uh, Trump, what happens for him next? I'll tell you what he should do. He, you know, it, it's, it's right now, as of today, it's all about, it's all about the fight. landscape <laughs> yard. <laughs> He's going to open a, a Mar-a-Lago landscape <laughs> company. No, um, I, I think, you know, I think he's going to go on and try to fight this thing. Why, you know, as unwise as it probably is, but it's almost like the guy who shows up at the party. Okay. He's entertaining for a while yeah. and now you need to go home. <laughs> yeah, I think so. And it's not, a, it's not even an oh, anti-Trump so comment. Oh, he, it is Mike. It is because you no, no because you, you have to agree. He does not have decorum, diplomacy, or he has class. none of it. Right. None of it. And that was honestly one of his biggest downfalls because on the surface where you have somebody come in with a fresh set of eyes and come in with 
fresh new ideas and and you know sort of uh being running the country a bit more from a business perspective i like that yeah what i don't like is the decorum the 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 conduct the behavior and you know it's just like how you you make so the people on the right or the supporters themselves you make it so difficult to support him or hit or or however you want to phrase it, support that side when he acts like the way he's acting like and twitter has just somebody should have said you know what donald really sorry Twitter closed. <laughs> yeah, you and, and so just go back to watching TV. Just go back. Yeah, go back to shouting at the TV in the White House. Uh, the, sorry, one other thing, I, just to add to that. And, and Hello, Four Seasons landscaping. <laughs> <laughs> We'd like to book one of your conference rooms. <laughs> conference rooms. Um, the, the other thing is, is um, you know, call it social media, call it censorship, call it the democratic side of the spectrum. They constantly attack his character yeah and it's easy to do that whether it's whether it's late night hosts or what have you but what's funny to me you know i consider myself on the right or or right of center anyway but what's funny to me is how and and this is where people need to sort of wake up and realize just how one-sided it is uh joe biden ended up marrying the babysitter um people i don't know if people realize this Joe Biden, his first wife, he ended up marrying the babysitter from that marriage Yeah, for the kids. But okay. nobody's talking about that and how bad that was. He married her. Hunter Biden, Joe's son, married his dead brother's wife. Nobody's <laughs> talking about that. But yet they're all over Jared Kushner. They're all over Ivanka. Oh, they're all over Don and Eric. I guess they're I don't all... see what's wrong with that. <laughs> there you go. I don't. I don't. Oh, I... come on. Well, the guy married her. I know, but you got to admit that there's, there's, listen, there is, call it negatives or black sheep or, or poor behavior on both sides. And, and evidently at Donald the end Trump of the day. Donald Trump talks about his daughter like she's sexy. I, listen, I understand. It's, it's not good conduct. I get, I disagree with how he acts as a father. There's no question. <laughs> but it goes both ways. Like, okay, and then okay, Biden and his sniffing. Biden and his sniffing. That like, is weird. That, that is, is weird. That is freaking weird. I don't like a sniffer. I'm, but I smell great. So I'd like people to sniff me. <laughs> so you would, you'd be, you'd pass. My my point is, is that if you're going to attack character on one side, attack it on the other. Yeah. You know, and again, this no, isn't pro Trump. I have no, I'm in the same boat. I'm not pro Biden. I, I, what I like the most about Biden is that the reason I've said this before, I, I mainly watch Biden carefully to see when the next time he's going to spit his teeth out is, you know, or misunderstand he, the question. T- two weeks ago, he, he said that we have to stop George as in George Bush. Yeah. Like, yeah. But nobody wants to talk about that. <laughs> but they're happy to talk about Trump. And, See, I'm scared. You know. We have Ronald Reagan in his late days. Oh, man. Here. Anyway. All right. Enough does, of the politics. Uh, does he make two? Do, do you think he, he even survives the first term? Or Oh, I don't do that. I do not do this conversation. You don't. No. You think Biden. You won't even talk about it. Nope. 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 Just too morbid. Is that the reason? Yeah. I, th- I feel like my voice has power to kill. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, I, listen. Yeah. I, here's the other. Look, there are some positives. Kamala mm-hmm. Harris. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, as a, as a first VP, uh, female vice president, um, I think that's that's a powerful thing. I think yeah, you know that's something to look up to. I, I don't know about how good it was that she did what she did to get there, and it, do your research if you don't know. Wow. Um, but my point is, is my goodness. But my point is, is what did she do? Still, Mary Biden's ex-wife? <laughs> it's not that far off. Okay, not that far off. Okay. 
By the way, uh, Mrs. Willie Brown, former, uh, is probably not going to be sending her a Christmas card. Just going to put that out there. Wow. Okay. The, the point is, huh. is just be fair. Are you going to be an objective yeah, news I, source? I like and are that. you going to attack character on both sides? Are you going to be Nobody completely does, unbiased? Are you Nobody be, does. That's right? the problem. Is it just the facts? Yeah. Do people even know what news stands for? What and, does news stand for? Northeast, West, South. Exactly. Indicating uh, the, uh, the points on the compass, I, of course. Yes. But my point, you see my point? It's just make hey, it fair, man. Listen, just make it fair. While we're on the acronym, acronym chat. Uh, International you know, Trade Exchange. Oh, well, okay. I didn't know that. I thought that's what the question was coming. What does ITEC stand for? There you go. International Trade Exchange. Okay, what does STAT stand for? Like, oh, okay, uh, give me 18 cc's of such and such in the operating room. STAT. I forget. It's an acronym. Same time as told. Ah, right. M-O? M-O. What's M-O? Modus operandi. Okay, very good. What's B-O? Depends who the audience is. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, listen, before we get out of here, uh, any hot? Wait, wait. Yeah, yeah. We're not. That's it. It's it's basically been a politics show. Yeah, man. It's twenty one minutes into this, and I need to find out more about what's going on on Hot Sheet. What do you guys got going on over there at Itex right now that we need to talk about? Hot I, Sheet love. You know, last week um, we had an Itex Hot Sheet that had fifty two different listings, um, combination of products and services and entertainment and. Do you have travel. to be a member to get that list to uh, see what's going on? Y- you really don't. Um, in fact, I was talking about it with my, with my um, sort of new account uh, development side, including Paula, um, of our team. And I just said, listen, if you have a, a, a prospect that's considering high techs, you should see if they want to get a copy or, yeah. or add them to the list. And in the very least, they're going to be, they're going to know what to expect. And they're going to be able to say to themselves that I can buy these kinds of goods and services without spending cash and they're, they're real life up-to-date stat examples uh same time as told examples yes well, that's your mo just as long as you don't have bo it should be fine we'll catch you next time thanks mikey see you